VIP listeners, welcome to 106 and on the mark. We got for you guys today, my guy from North Philly, King Erner, OBH's own. He's got a lot to talk about. He's going to address the Meek Mill situation with us, the state of Philadelphia. He's going to talk about his Honor Your Life movement, which is a very commendable movement. He's going to also talk about some health food, a little health food secret he's got, which I found very interesting. I asked him about that. And he also talks about his trials and tribulations within the streets and the justice system. And of course, my list of my personal top six favorite rappers. And we'll go into that later in the show. All this and more on 106 and on the mark. Hope all our VIP listeners had a hell of a weekend and are ready to get back into the swing of things here with more on the mark. Benny, this is a fun one today. I always like talking to guys like King Erner because he's a real dude. He's been through a lot. He isn't afraid to talk about it. He isn't afraid to spread a message of positivity. And in this day and age, Benny, we can't get enough of that in this city, in society in general. Right there with you, Mark. He's a very interesting guy, and I'm very excited that we have him on the mark today. Yeah, no question. More than gracious of him to come on and share his stories. He is an outspoken but respectful guy. And, folks, you're really going to like this interview, He, especially if you like hip-hop. But even if you don't, even if you aren't into rap, because I want to be honest, Benny, I don't listen to much music in general anymore, let alone rap. I mean, I'm too busy doing this podcast thing. I'm listening to our podcast, trying to make it better, trying to refine it all the time. I'm listening to other podcasts to see what our competition is like. I don't get a ton of time uh, with music anymore. I certainly don't have a ton of time with music, but when I do, I tend to listen to rap about half the time. I still enjoy myself some rap. I'm like an oldies guy now. I I don't know what it is. I grew up on rap music. I listened to rap my whole life. I feel like I know a lot about rap history, what have you, uh, but I don't keep up with a lot of these new guys. The only guy I keep up with is really A.R. Ab. Birdman has finally made good on a Super Bowl bet he made with Philly rapper A.R. Ab. Hours before the big game, the two rappers bet one another $100,000 on who would win. Of course, A.R. Ab bet on his hometown Philadelphia Eagles, and Birdman went for the New England Patriots. As the game went on, the bet raised to 150k and then to 200k. As we all know, the Eagles snatched the Super Bowl title, meaning it was time for Birdman to pay up. A.R. Ab boasted about his winnings and told Complex that he was going to do nothing but buy more houses and pay for his friends' lawyers and appeal lawyers. But Birdman was quick to delete all social media posts that documented the bet, making it seem as though he wasn't going to pull through. Over two weeks later. Later, it looks like Birdman did make good on his word. The cash money mogul sent over the $200,000 he owed, and Ab posted about it on Instagram saying, Thank you, Birdman. Let's bet on the Sixers next. And I keep up with him on YouTube and whatnot. He's the only rapper out there that interests me. I'm not a Lil Uzi Vert, Lil no. Pump. No. I don't know anything about these guys. I don't have the time to know anything about these guys. No, not at all. I, I'll still do a Kanye. I like Kanye a lot. But uh, yeah, there he's are very that, like, few guys. He's that pop culture-ish kind of guy, and you can't help but 
get hit with them. Absolutely. AR Ab's doing some great things also. Yeah. I mean, there are very few people, though, that I still pay attention to. But I'm, I'm excited about the guy we have on today, Marky. Like Biggie said, he's got a story to tell. Bring some weed, I got a story to tell. That's right. So why don't we take our VIP listeners right into this interview right now? All right, VIP listeners, we now have on the line King Erner, brother of OBH. You are now on the mark. How you doing, man? Yo, yo. So, Hodge, the whole OBH movement, solid music in my opinion. I'm a big fan. Frankly, I don't listen to rap like I used to, but I'm always checking in on ARAB, Leak Moss. I like their music. It's very real to me. And I, I respect that. It's not as commercial as a lot of the stuff we see in here today. What, uh, what's your affiliation with those guys? You, you know, you say you're brother of OBH. So what, what's your connection there? How'd you uh, link up with those guys? Well, you know, actually, with um, Ad, I met him some years ago when I first came home in 2012. I came home in 10. But I met him like two years after that, and um, you know, I was doing, a, I was with a record label. I had became a um a promoter, then not wind up becoming the CEO, half half CEO in the business with another brother. But um, he introduced me to Ab, and we kind of took to each other like brothers. So whenever I needed him alone to do anything for me, they was always on point. My DVD was called uh. QSC Takeover TVD, DVD, me and another brother by the name of Mustafa, we done this DVD, and um, Ab was the one who hosted it. So, you know, this is how I met them, you know what I'm saying? But Leek Moss, he came home in like 2013, if I'm not mistaken, and me, everybody would say, damn, when you and Moss meet each other, y'all gonna be close, and you know, it was cool, but what I love the fact that when I did meet Leek Moss and another brother by the name of OBH Ant, you know, it was like distance for a long time first. It wasn't like us becoming friends overnight. We had to earn our brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah, I mean, that, let's be honest. That's all. That's how all good uh, friendships, brotherhoods are really created. That you lay the foundation and you don't force anything. I mean, it just happens. Yep. Now, from my understanding, you, you guys are all guys that took, you know, some similar paths in life. So why don't you explain to our listeners the trail from, you know, a street guy to the penitentiary to the whole honor your life campaign. What made you make that drastic change? What happened was, you know, before I went to prison, man, you know, I went to prison a couple of years ago. And when I went before I went back to prison, it was like while I was in prison, I kept hearing the word honor. So many young guys was coming up to me calling me the king of honor, honor this, honor that. And I dug that it was based off of negativity. You see what I'm saying? Of course. So so my thing was, I wanted to do the right thing by it. But me, myself, since the age of like 11 years old, I've been in and out of jails. My story a lot different than a lot of these motivational speakers that you hear. They give a little um, dialogue of what they've been in jail and all this other stuff. I've been in jail, and I was one of the most negative individuals that probably was in the city of Philadelphia at the time in my era, I was known as a guy that just was, you know, I just went, I, I, I gone on everything, but I realized, man, you know, I realized that hurting people only, you know, it only transfer to hurting more people. 
So it's like something woke up in me one day, man. I looked at Moss and was like, bro, I'm cool. I don't want to. See, I wasn't hurting in this individuals really, but I caught a case where a guy said I beat him with a bat real bad. Right. And it kind of it put me in a bad position, man. And yeah. I almost got like scared, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pretty much, brother, was like, I wanted to get the youngest a better outlook. I don't want them to go through what I went through because I was silver spoon raised. I wasn't like the average kid raised in North Philadelphia, didn't have no nothing to eat. I actually went to the crime because that's how my mother had me when I was a child. I think my mother killed her boyfriend in front of me, you know what I'm saying? Really? So, yeah, you in, know. So, in self-defense? Even all my paperwork, man, I got from um, doing federal time, my PSI, they got the whole story about my mom um, kill, um, killing her boyfriend in front of me. My mom was a big-time drug dealer. Oh, um, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I come from a life of that, man, and I, I don't, I don't want to do all, I don't want to be in that position. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look, that's commendable. That almost reminds me of 50 Cent. Wasn't his mother a drug dealer? So yeah, hey, you know no, I, I would tell you the truth, man. I compare myself to 50 Cent in a lot of ways. I'm going to tell you one of the main major ways I compare myself. In 2000, before I got felony indicted, 50 Cent came out with a song. That song was, uh, I forgot the name of the song. It was it was like, somebody get it? I forgot how it went, man. But it was, a, it was a song that I looked at like he's a regular guy. I'm like, man, this poor man. He can rap or whatever. He ain't getting no money, though. You know, I was getting money at the time. Right. Two weeks later, he was more in better position than me for the rest of his life. <laughs> and I realized, man, this boy, I got to follow his footsteps. He's doing the right thing. So he's one of my inspirations, too, with doing the right thing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no question. I mean, he's a hell of a businessman, to say the least. And um, no now that getting back to the honor your life, um, you know, talking about speaking to other people about the hardships you've been through, you've gone through. Do you find that the kids in the neighborhood, in your neighborhood and whatnot, the kids you're talking to, do you find the youth receptive to your message? Yes and no. I have some individuals who so grounded in negativity that the way I raised them, and this that's the problem, you know what I mean? The way I raised them was to never cross over to that side. I mean, we was always taught to help individuals, but I never raised them to actually be an individual who goes from, you know, negative to positive. So it's kind of hard dealing with those tough ones, the ones that's really shooting, the right. ones that's really running out here killing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wh why do you think so many kids choose that way of life in those neighborhoods what is, is it from you is it from music do you think it's from music yeah well it, it is i can agree on certain things i don't think it's, it's from music but i believe music has a, a hell of an impact on it you know what i'm saying yeah. now, let's not get that you know but this is why individuals like myself is here because i'm able to tell the young youngins like listen don't listen to the music to glorify it Listen to the music, have fun, but make sure that you understand that majority of these rappers in these times aren't living their life. Now you have you have you have ARF, you have guys like ARF that have actually been in the streets. You right. got guys like Lee Paul and Dark Low that have actually been in the streets. But these guys are promoting for what I do to go far. You know why they 
they promoting that? Because they have came over to understanding that honoring their life is the most positive thing to do. So when you're hearing the raps or if you hear ads doing things, that's just the culture, man. The rap culture is producing an environment that, you know, calls up a gangster rapper. He's a gangster rapper. Right. So you have to understand that he's going to rap about his past life, but it's up to the parents to tell their children, listen, he's rapping about his past life. Do you see how rough it is what he said? He said he had to grow up like this with nothing like this. He had to go to jail and be like this. It's up to us to put that fear in them first as the parent. Absolutely. Now, I mean, a lot of these kids uh, don't have the, the mom, dad in the house. They may have one. They may have the other. They may live with grandmom. They may live with their aunt, their uncle. You know, uh, shit, some people may be being raised by their big brother or big sister. So they don't always have the guidance. So that's so clutch that maybe they got a guy like you to try to, uh, you know, impart that right message on them. Right. And, you know, because there's no question about it. I mean, AR, Ab, Leap Moss, Dark Low, those guys, they're really, they're talking about some real serious shit, man. And I, I listen to some of those songs and I'm like, damn, like, that is a crazy way to live. And you believe it when you hear it from those guys. But when you see it in some other music videos, like I said, from a lot of these commercial rappers, you could tell they're not living like an AR Ab or Dark Low or Leak Moss, were, you know, live. Right. No doubt. Just to be truthful to you, brother, let me give you some understanding of Philadelphia right now. And I have to say this. The reason why I have to say this is because... It doesn't make any much, any sense. I almost cut. It doesn't make any sense. You're allowed. We have going on in our city. Our city is of unity right now. It's a, a fake perspective of positivity mm-hmm. where people are buying into it. And, it. and the game is being so good, and I understand it. But the honor, I don't want the Honor Your Life campaign to be associated with any of these other individuals Outside of my brothers that I believe just was speaking of, mm-hmm. and the brothers are sincere, man. We have a little girl in our city right now that has brain cancer. Brain cancer, brother. Mm-hmm. And no one's no one is posting it. When we hang up, you can go to Instagram, you can go to these different little individuals and you can look, man. These dudes don't care about this child. Right. It it, it burns me up, brother. It burns me up. Because yeah. when I was in the I would drop five, ten grand on that little girl if I had it. You hear me? Yep, yep. Man, I respect the hell out of that. Now, let me ask you a question. Speaking of the city, and you know, during this whole Eagles Super Bowl run, this, that, and the other, we see a lot of, you know, free Meek Mill campaigning and whatnot. What's your thoughts on the whole Meek Mill situation? And, uh, you know, basically just what's your take on that? Well, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, Meek a hell of an artist. I mean, he worked for his position to get where he at. I think he he done a lot of positive things for the city, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand. I know that he got money back off of it because a lot of the artists they do that. They're rid off some money and get it back in taxes, and maybe he didn't. But I can say that he's a hell of an artist. And he works hard to get the position that he in. But I feel as though he has grown because of the things that he has done. Like when him and him and the ad beef, when they had that beef, he saw that the, the social media, the world, the streets, negativity, they, that caused them to be other than that. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with anything. You see what I'm saying? It was just one big 
situation that was brought out of proportion. Right. But other than that, I believe that the city will graduate further if they continue to support artists like Meek Mills, but they got to also support other individuals, man. It can't be just a Meek Mill rally. Right, or, right. You know what I mean? It got to be it got to be so-and-so that went to jail or this other person that might be in jail for a crime he didn't commit. They made it solely on Meek Mills, but that's what I'm telling you. If you look at Instagram, you can see the individuals. The most solid individual, and I'm going to keep it real with you, and I don't care who's, who, who, who hears them and what they say or whatever. They know I don't care about that. The most solid, positive individuals that's on social media right now, as we speak, is Country Cooking, that's all, who, is, who we saw in action give back. She's mm-hmm. one of the positive individuals. And you got another brother, two other brothers. You got Mitchell Chance, and you got another brother by the name of Rock Uncut. Okay. These individuals are the individuals, bro, that are putting positivity to the city along with me, with that care, with their heart. Right. And that's it's huge. Not- now, let me ask you a question. Do, do you yeah. think his sentencing was unfair, Meek's sentencing? Was that unfair to you? Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. But where we come from, anything is unfair. And the type of artist he is, I, 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 I felt like it was unfair. But let me give you understanding of the probation thing when you go to court in Pennsylvania. And this is why even Johnny Cochran said he wouldn't ever practice law here in Pennsylvania because of this man. You think of something that you can understand. And when I get arrested, if I get on probation, that judge has the right to take everything from me and give me that sentence he or she felt like she wanted to impose. Mm-hmm. In his situation, man, I'm not going to lie, all the little small arrests, all the little small things, another individual would have been in jail for it, man, and stuck in there. Right. So, so he did get the benefit of the case, doubt. Any new case, you're there. Mm-hmm. He ain't coming up. And I ain't going to lie to you. I felt like he, I, I mean, people might be upset when I got to say, and I don't care again. I felt like he made us look bad as a city. And represent you went to prison because we don't do no upset or no crying about no judge. Whatever happened with the judge done and whatever she's done, so what? I got a two to four, I do the two to four. You don't see these kids from Chicago as these mean cases of this quarter and black getting on, on on Instagram, which is our new television, crying about the damn time. Right, right. It was very like commercial of him to cry about it. That was my immediate reaction. Yeah, we don't do no crying about no time, man. We just do the time. So, you know, and if you hear this, when you find that knowing here, I'm I says, you know, continue to show up, man. Inshallah, he come home soon. And when he come home, keep giving the music business what he was giving him, man. That's all I really can say about the brother, you know? That's right, man. And that was my initial reaction. I'm right there with you. Now, when we listen to the media today, man, when we watch the news you know, you would feel like race relations are, are, are so terrible. You would feel like maybe we're living in the 1930s or 40s. Do you think that there's plenty of opportunities for people of all backgrounds to be successful if you work hard and make the right decisions? I do. I really feel like, man, I'm one of them individuals that feel like I don't think the race card is played out because it still goes wrong. But I sure. feel as though... We have is, we have stronger issues of actually getting this to play, like in the Black Panther Party, like this movie that come out. It's a guy running around, and then, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to go against it because I love my people to be happy. Also, and I love to see kids to be happy. But everybody know that that ain't the real Black Panther movie. Right. It's a big joke to the Black. 
Panthers, actually, because they actually showed us a legal way of how to do it. And that's us getting organized in a positive way and not going around to harm people, but making sure we get understood. And when the problem is here in Philadelphia, I don't see with black, white, and things right, like that. Right, right, We need to attack it where it's at. And where it's at is where every black man been shot at by a cop. That's where we need to be at. We don't need to be in Philadelphia. Oh, black power, black power. We need to get some understanding now. When you're a black man and the white man go for a job, and you know that the black man is more powerful than the white man, and as a person don't get a job, and you see this continue to happen at a corporation, we step to the corporation. We don't come in a negative form because at the end of the day, it's all about them getting the understanding that we're not coming ignorant because most of white people look at us that we're coming ignorant anyway, only because of what we may have done in the past or what we've been through. You see what I'm saying? I do. I think that's a great point, man. I I think that's a great point. I'm glad you agree with me that the media kind of blows things way out of proportion. At least here in Philly, things seem to be uh, going very well in, in, in those terms. Yeah, hey, listen, brother, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth with something that happened. I'm very friendly with all kinds, all colors, all nationalities. And I let, a, I let a white brother, I thought was a friend of mine, man, come around me. He was a good dude. But it's, it wasn't him that was racist. It was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Everything that he spoke, and it wasn't, you know, he was cool. He wasn't good for her being racist, but he didn't know how to address her. And I felt his pain, but then it started showing on him that he was picking up her attributes and beginning to be racist also. Oh, man. So it was like poison that came my way, and I was like, damn, I took this brother. You can go back a lot of my pictures, man, and you'll see it. I, I took this brother in as a friend, and when I people everything, he came in as a guy that was given. How most of them come. I got all this for you. I can do this for you. I can blah, 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 man, brother. I just want to meet ass. I just want to meet Meek Malls. I just want to meet Dark Low. <laughs> You know, I've been through that, bro. I'm telling you, I've yeah. been through that. It's like, with certain individuals, it's like, damn, I got to get to know you, man, because I could bring them, I could bring my brothers on anything that I'm on because they with all my positivity. Sure. So I could bring the AR ad to, to anywhere to do a little podcast. I could bring a leak Moss. I could bring a dark low, but it's like, I don't want to bring them for people to actually make ridicules of us. Like, we need money or we need right. something when we right. Don't get Right. Now I got you, man. And, 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 you know, those are always things you got to be on the lookout for. Now, I saw you got a health food thing going on. Sea moss gold. You're eating uh, seaweed type of stuff that's full of vitamins and nutrients. That that, that piqued my interest, man, because I'm a health food guy. And uh, what what's going on with that sea moss gold? Oh, man, listen to me, brother. Listen to me. 92 of the 102 minerals that your body is made of. It comes from the sea over in St. Lucas. Look, the brother doctor said that you can cure AIDS and a lot of different things with it, but I'm not bringing it to you guys as a cure. I'm bringing it to everybody to make your health and keep your health good, man. It keeps your cells and rebuild your cells. I haven't had a cold since I've been taking this stuff, man. Where, where, do, where the heck do you buy it at, man? I, I'm going to be honest. I, I never heard of it. It, it just so happened I am the man when it comes down to that. Like, I can get it. Like, I'm the one that get it. I was getting a lot of it a couple months ago, but now I get a few pounds of it. So, but Black and Nobel, 1409 West Gary Avenue, 
that's where you get it at. Okay, I gotcha. Now let me ask you a question. What's your favorite soul food restaurant in Philly? Uh, I'm gonna have to keep it a buck with you, man. My first, my favorite joint is Ryan's, man. I ain't gonna lie. And that's like a Caribbean soul food joint. And my second one is Victoria's Kitchen. Okay. Now are, I, I are, love it. Now, are you ever down in South Philly? Well, I, you know, downtown, I never went down downtown, but I had a friend by the name of Jim. I used to meet down there when I was in the street some years ago, man. And um, my baby mom is from Pastor Project. So, yeah, I've ate down there at the cheesesteak spots and stuff like that, but I haven't really ate in no real spots down there. Okay, I was going to say, what, what's your favorite cheesesteak downtown? Oh, man, you know, man, uh, uh, I'm Gino's, of course. Okay, you're a Gino's guy. I respect that. I am too. Now, uh, man, I, I got to tell you, we really appreciate you taking out the time to join us on the show. Uh, we're going to be in touch, man. I, I love the, the movement, the Honor Your Life hashtag, the Honor Your Life movement. That's some special stuff, man. The world, the, uh, our city, we can't get enough of that. There's never too much positivity. We need people that garner respect like yourself pushing that positive type of movement because positivity is, is is what can change lives. I truly believe that. I feel like it's changed mine. So, man, more power to you. I'm pulling for you. And, man, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Everybody go follow me at KidErner1 on Instagram, Facebook, Hodge Jellicles or Hodge KidErner, and... It was definitely an honor to speak with you, brother, and, I, and I'm going to introduce everybody. I'm going to let Evan them know how honorable you was with me here, and I'm pretty sure the next one will be with them. So uh, that's what we're going to do. My man, I, I really appreciate that, and uh, we will talk later this week, all right, man? Okay, brother. Thanks. Okay, later. Benny, that is exactly what I expected from King Erner, man. He is the truth. He has a lot of stories to tell, a lot of solid opinions, and I love seeing eye to eye with a guy like that. I really do. I pretty much agree with everything he said. He was everything we expected and more, Marky. He was really good. He had my jaw dropped on some of the I, things he my said. My damn jaw dropped. I and was it's, cracking it's up at real, other things he said. Yes, it's real stuff. It's interesting I got to say, what is really interesting is this this sea moss gold. I'm excited about this seaweed. Are you going to Google that? I absolutely am figuring it out, man. Because I'm a health food guy. With summer coming up, I know you kind of turn up your diet a little bit. Absolutely. Try to eat healthier. We ramp it up this time of the year. But at the end of the day, at the core of of his, his movement, his message, what have you, that honor your life. And relaying that message to to the kids, young teens that don't have anybody to really relay that message to them. Or even if they do have somebody, they're not giving that message. Man, it's important to have a guy stressing. Listen to the music. Enjoy the music. Have fun with the music. But don't let it dictate your life. We only have one life to live. We only get one shot at this. This isn't a video game where you... You mess up and you try it again. You have one shot to make things go right, make things go smooth. You don't want to bring extra, what would you say, Benny? Extra unnecessary burdens to one's life. You want to live as pleasurable of a life as you possibly can. 
Listen, if you live in positivity, you're going to surround yourself around positivity. That's just you are what you and, and I you yeah, are you, you are what you, yeah you are what you preach exactly you know and, and and I like that he said that all his guys they're in agreement with the same message and he don't bring anybody around that really isn't a part of that message and I respect that absolutely I mean the people you surround yourself with is everything man. And positivity. You got to surround yourself with positivity. That's just the simple fact of it. Frankly, I'm really excited that, you know, he mentioned guests like A.R. Ab joining us, Leek Moss, Dark Low. In fact, I had met Dark Low briefly outside of Rumor Nightclub. And uh, we spoke. I just had gone up to him, said I was a fan, real cordial, nice dude. And if they're anything like King Erner, it would be fantastic to get them on the show. They're all doing huge things, Marky, so it would be an honor to have any one of them or all of them on the mark. No doubt. 106 and on the mark. Now, let me give my VIP listeners, our VIP listeners, a inside look at my top six rappers. You say, why six? Six bullets in the chamber, Benny. That's right. Here's the thing. This is just my personal taste, and... I'm not putting it as I look up to these guys. I'm not putting it as I think these guys are geniuses. I'm not even saying from a technical standpoint that I think they are the best rappers. They're just the guys I've listened to the most over the years. The guys that I like the most. I don't agree with everything these guys have done or said. And like I said, I'm not even saying they're the most talented. It's my my liking. Yeah, it's a personal preference. This ain't, you know, your list. This ain't Joe Schmo's list. We didn't get it from the Academy. Yeah, we didn't reach out to the Academy for this list. We didn't reach out to anybody for this list. This is just my personal taste. All right. Number six. A guy I've disagreed with many a time, but I feel like he's put out some solid albums. It's very rare that I can listen to a rap album from start to finish. But with him, I have done it multiple times. Ricky Rose, Rick Ross, number six. The boss. He most definitely (laughs) a Viking from the mountains. Wingstop. He's a mogul. He's He's awesome. uh, He's got some questionable stuff. You know, he's beefed with a few of my favorites. But I feel like those rap beefs are a lot of business moves being made. So who really knows what's happening behind closed doors? Listen, he's not necessarily on this list as a full-time rapper. It's more a businessman. Yes. A businessman pop culture. Yes. He's a unique rapper. brand. Yes. yes. I eat pears now and shit like that. Shout out to all the pear. Number five. A guy who many thought sucked a guy who they said was a terrible lyricist I was always a huge fan he's fallen off the map but I still listen to all his older stuff Cameron Harlem Zone Diplomatic Immunity number four a guy who was right there with Cameron along the way Jim Jones He's an interesting Instagram follow too, Benny. 
constantly posting workout videos and whatnot. Another guy who's certainly not in the limelight anymore. But Jim put out some uh, really solid music for a few years there. And I had liked him when he was just kind of like a hype guy, side guy with the Diplomats. I thought he was another one of those unique hip-hop type of characters. And a classic New Yorker. Yeah, like the mid-2000s, 2004 to 2008, or like the Jim Jones era. Yeah, yeah, he was putting out his his song. In fact, like Dreams and Nightmares was the anthem for the Eagles this year. Uh, Ballin' was the anthem for that Giants team that won the Super Bowl. Remember they were constantly playing that? Yeah, that's right. People forget that. Number three. Huge fan of this guy. To this day, Young Jeezy. I don't. I couldn't even tell you the last song he put out, but he's got some great music. He represents Atlanta very well in terms of rap. Always been a Young Jeezy guy. Great club music, great gym music, great riding in your car on a hot day, windows down pumping some young cheese yeah he's the sole survivor man not to mention marky i'll let you know this he's gonna be at the fillmore this saturday he is the sole survivor that's that's, he's in philly this weekend he's in philly this saturday that's awesome in fact we ought to go see him we might (laughs) i'm not even kidding that would be kind of cool um i had no clue he was on like tour i mean the fillmore is a cool venue it's certainly not the wells fargo center but they get a lot of big names at the fillmore young jizzle from the bottom of the map and I, I'd be remiss to say if, if Put On wasn't one of my favorite rap songs of all time. Number two. A guy we mentioned in the interview with King Erner. My man 50 Cent. You know my grandfather told me? You don't get as far as the motherfuckers you talk to for no reason. You'll be successful as the motherfuckers that you talk to for no reason. What I mean is... If you spending your day talking to a nigga that ain't got nothing going on, what the fuck kind of information can he offer you? Can he help you learn something? Can he teach you something in the conversation? He's another one. From a business standpoint, vitamin water, acting, the way he markets his shit. He, I think he likes being a businessman, Benny, really more than a rapper. But has put out some iconic songs, iconic albums. Great club music, great workout music. Another, you know, one with a long list of rap classics. Oh, he made bangers, man. And I'll say this. I saw him in a t-shirt recently. You know how his slogan was, get rich or die trying? Yeah. The t-shirt says, got rich, didn't die. (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. See, that's good. And I think a lot, I even heard Jim Jones say, okay, and I found this very interesting in an interview. Jim Jones said, you know, looking back on it, I was living a scary life. I pro- And he was referring to the years where he was putting out music. Yeah. And I found that interesting because, like, I'm listening to him during those years, waiting for a, a Diplomats mixtape or a Diplomats album all the time. You know, this was before Twitter and before a lot of where it was hard harder to follow musicians. Absolutely. You know, I remember going into random friggin' corner stores up in Queens or Harlem or the Bronx trying to buy mixtapes and find new music. It was crazy. Uh, in retrospect, how hard it was to find new music. Not only, not even 
really 10 years ago. Yeah, the world has really evolved since then. Yeah, quickly. But 50s hilarious. But getting back to that thing, Jim Jones had said, I was living a scary life. And I, I didn't necessarily have to put myself in all those situations. And I'm like, damn, see, these guys grow up. Like, they realize a lot of times there's more to life. Just like our guest today was telling us in his interview. Absolutely. Number one, a guy who's the longevity is there. Shit, he looks almost exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. A guy who's constantly put out good music. A guy who's very popular and perceived as a, a nice dude. He doesn't get involved and caught up in a lot of drama. My guy, F-A-B-O. Fabulous. Big fan. I would say he's a pretty positive rapper for the most part. He doesn't put out like morbid rap music like Eminem has and you know a laundry list of other guys. Always liked Fab for that positivity. Always liked Fab, you know, talking shit, but not like in a necessarily rude way, if that makes any sense. Always said what he had to say with some style. Yeah, Fabo is the best, man. He's awesome. I'm right there with you, Marky. I'm glad he was number one. Fabulous, well-deserved. And, and a guy who's a, an icon in terms of style. I mean, I remember, what, in the late 90s, he was wearing Von Dutch hats. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that was a very brief thing. But, you know, between all the throwbacks, he even had that company, Rich Young, which I thought made some cool shirts and all. I don't know if they're even around anymore. I doubt it. But he was a, he's like a fashion guy, business guy. I think he had a cameo in maybe Scary Movie 3. Fab is cool, man. He's under the radar in some ways, but he's certainly well-known and a force on social media. Gotta love Loso, man. Absolutely. Street family. Well, VIP listeners, there you have it. I'm sure I'll get a lot of of texts about my list. Um, A lot of people disagreeing. How how isn't Eminem on there? How isn't Jay-Z on there? Nas, Tupac. I, I just didn't listen to those guys like that. They weren't on my rotation. It, not that I wouldn't ever listen to them, or not that I never had a song of theirs on my iPad or I, iPhone, iPod, whatever the hell we use. You know, I, I had, of course, I had songs from those guys, but they weren't my go-to guys. These were kind of my go-to guys always, and uh, it's just that simple. I'm very diverse with my music, Benny. Yeah, I like to switch it up, too. I've actually been on a huge Johnny Cash kick recently. That's what I'm telling you. I'm listening to oldies, this, that, and the other. But I still love rap. I still have my rotation. Of course. Of course. You need that high-energy music sometimes. Absolutely. And when you're out drinking, it's nice to hear some banger rap songs. I mean, we all know that. But, gang, there you have it. 106 and on the mark. Love you guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Keep up the good fight. Stay positive.